Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. News from the Krabby Coffee Shop is brought to us by AimHighConstructionMN.com and Mid-Minnesota Motorheads on Facebook. Welcome to News from the Krabby Coffee Shop with your hosts, Don McClain from Jason and Alexis in the Morning on My Talk 1071, Garage Logic's newsman, Mr. FYI, John Height, and the crabbiest guy in the coffee shop, Kenny Olson. I dispute that i'm not crabby and i think (laughs) my only goal here is to kill an hour of programming without (laughs) making anyone mad especially me uh but don and uh, john i have to warn you i'm uh, coming to you today completely 100 percent unprepared um uh, don knows this john doesn't i've been engrossed in a barn to shop renovation uh, I've been making an opening in the end of my barn for a big overhead door that's going in today. Uh, but thankfully, I know you two are prepared. John, you're always prepared, no, right? No, no. In no? fact, I, we just got a new floor in the garage, so I've been doing that. So <laughs> oh, I'm not okay, prepared. So okay, so, so. Don, uh, you're always way, way <laughs> over <laughs> yeah. prepared. Uh, sure. But first, I think uh, we need to clear the air. Um, and John doesn't know this because he doesn't listen Uh-oh. to my talk. Um, uh, <laughs> yesterday morning, Don went off on me. Oh, um, oh. Don, do you, uh, do you, uh, is there anything you want to tell the class? Before no, we get started I don't. <laughs> I actually was hoping that, um, everybody involved didn't hear it. So why do we have to talk about it now? <laughs> um, the gist of it, if I remember right, uh, is we need to, especially me, uh, we need to be more professional. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, uh, in spe- specifically where I was testing the mic and I was like, are we ready to go? That was left in the podcast. And I oh. was like, what? What is this? And so then Kenny started to tell me about radio and how it works. <laughs> no, and, uh, I didn't tell you how it works. I told and he's you like, how, this is how... a technique called blah, blah, blah. And I go, I've been in radio for 22 years, okay? Oh, it just sounds unprofessional. That's what I beautiful. said. beautiful. Um, and you know what she reminded me of, John? She what? reminded I've turned into one of those guys, oldsters in radio, who I used to hate as a youngster person. Let me tell you how it's going to be, Olson. You're going to write your copy in all caps. You're not going to use punctuation. You know, stuff like that. And, and I've, I've turned into that. And we did this I, and in the 50s that way. I will say that yes. my point in all of it was is that that is good if your audience knows you, but you have to make friends with them first and there are a lot of people coming on board for this podcast who might not know you like that yet right yeah. Yeah. right all right well uh what did you bring to class today Dawn? <laughs> okay um, so she she chastised you again i did yeah. well i mean you asked me to so so deservedly I, so i was yeah. on a trip and i saw written on the back of a woman's car venmo the bride um, I will send it to you guys right now. They're trying to get money from people. Buy the bride a drink. Venmo at huh. Octabride. So that's her Venmo name. And you can send her money. But how do we know that she's actually getting married? And that she's a bride? And I don't know you. So why am I going to send you money? This could be a scam. It could just be people. Uh-huh. Getting money. I also noticed when I came back from the convenience store that there was a man in the back seat 
feeding a baby. Oh. And I'm not judging like, okay, you can't have a baby before you're married, but it just made me think a little more <laughs> since I did that. It just made yeah. me think a little more <laughs> about that this could be a scam for people just wanting to get money. How do you feel about Venmoing the bride? Well, first of all, in case one of my parents are listening, Venmo is a mobile payment service <laughs> owned by PayPal. Venmo account holders can transfer funds to each other. Okay, I think it's brilliant. You and do? I'm re- oh, yeah, and I'm sorry I didn't come up with some low-down scheme like this on my own because I think this is a, what a great scam this would be. Now, this was this a bumper sticker, did you say? I'm sorry. No, it's like when people write on the back of their um, car with oh, soap or, you know, whatever. Yeah, they yeah, Not yeah. soap. God, what am I, in the 1940s here? <laughs> it's something else. It's like, you know, shoe yep. polish or something. Sure, sure. So yeah, that's I, what it was. And I I'm saw not, another I, one. Not mm-hmm. on the same trip, but since then I've seen another car with this on it. Saying the same thing. Yeah, Venmo the Bride, a drink. Or, or Venmo the bachelorette party for drinks. No. See, I would take it to a different level because this is kind of celebratory, right? And obviously it's a scam. I would, it, for me, it'd be something like, just lost a leg, need help. <laughs> Please, you know, you know what I mean? Sure. I, I'm thinking of Eddie Murphy. And then they and try- start thinking, is he, hopefully it's his left leg that he lost if you're driving the car. <laughs> right, right. Oh, I didn't put that together yet, yeah. so you can't say that. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I'm thinking of Eddie Murphy in Trading Places where he's wheeling himself around on a cart <laughs> pretending to not have legs. So I think that's a, an awesome scam. So yeah. you think it's awesome. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't, Family. I'm not good. I'm not going to Venmo money to anybody I don't know if I see something written on their car. Yeah. I'm just not going to. Just not. Have you to. ever? Have you ever sent money? Uh, what's the other app we use um, to send money? Um, PayPal. Yeah. Uh, no. Apple it's Pay. One, it's the one we use when people at, at after funerals and to raise money. What? What is? What oh, is GoFundMe. Yeah, GoFundMe. Have you ever done any of those? Yes. I have. Yes. In what instances where people are down and out and need help or people that are like making, cutting an album or making a movie? It's mostly when kids are having some type of a surgery and their parents are having trouble. Like they've missed work and they, you know, it seems very, really legitimate. Yeah. You know, Uh, I did do that one, the same thing that uh, you just said, Don, with a, a family uh, that I knew, though, uh, mm-hmm. and I thought they would need the money. And then I also did uh, one for a famous jazz guitarist who was ill. <laughs> and, oh. and he's always always been one of my favorite players. So Who? I, I, uh, Kenny Burrell. Oh, is he still with us? Uh, he is, but he's. I think he's about 87 now. And uh, So the Kenny money did with, help. For, I, I hope. Yeah, I sounds hope like so. it. Yeah. Didn't he play with Miles? Oh yeah, he played with everybody. Played with Miles and several. Yeah. Made an album with Coltrane. A great. I album. just realized, thinking about this, that I think I've only done it twice. Once I did it for a, a family of a, a friend of mine who passed away and they needed money. And then, do you remember last during? I think it was last summer during uh, the height of uh, COVID. Shay from uh, Shay Cab got in a crash. Yep. Yes. And yep. she needed money. And I think I sent Shay twice the amount of money that I sent to the family of my deceased friends, and now I feel awful and I hate myself even Why? more. <laughs> no, you, you're doing good things in both instances. Why well, feel bad? In those cases, though, I think I only do it when I I look at my bank account and say, "Well, okay, I can afford to send this much," and that's what I do. Sure, I think sure. that's what it's based on. <laughs> Uh, but Don, uh, to answer your question, I think this is a low-down, <laughs> dirty, wonderful idea, and I'm wish I wish I would have thought of it. And I might actually take a bar of soap to the back window of my truck and try it. Yeah, I think you should Only, get whatever they're using now, like shoe polish, whipped cream, oh, shaving. No, shaving cream isn't that? No, that takes paint uh, off. You can't do that. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think it's like I don't know. God. There's probably a real product that's made, and somebody lives in a mansion now, so you can write on your window with it, and it comes off yeah, maybe, easily. Maybe some young person will let us know what God, that I is. God, I feel so old right this. now. I know. <laughs> but I don't. I'm not going to start a Venmo account. 
uh, I just want cash. Oh. Yeah. Well, you can well, <laughs> put it under my Venmo, and then I'll send you the money. Yeah, yeah I have doubts about that. Uh. <laughs> Johnny, what do you got? I got. I, I have. I hate. I absolutely hate lists. Okay. Yes. Um, yes. And last week we had the the every twenty year five hundred greatest songs of all time from Rolling Stone. Now, my complaint about this is yeah. when I looked at it, the top twenty five. And this just tells you I quit listening to anything but old music in about 2000. In the top 25, I didn't know four of the songs. I couldn't oh. sing them for you if I tried. I would have no clue what what they are. Oh, and that's just really? me. And I, is that an old person thing? You know, I'm an old person yes. now. So. Yeah, uh, I, uh, it is. And it's maybe also because most of the new stuff I listen to is old rock bands who are making new music <laughs> or jazz stuff. Well, this, this would be a perfect opportunity for you to listen for the first time at these songs and judge whether well, it, or not they're it, worthy. It would, but you know what? I'm I'm just not going to take that time. Oh, you're not going to oh. do it. Okay. I'm John, not going to. You, you should listen to my talk. They play the worst bumper music <laughs> ever. Okay, Kenny. Oh, oh, and this morning, for the first time in my life, John, I recognized, without knowing it, I recognized a Pink song, and wow. I recognized Pink's voice. I didn't know it. I you had no idea. Might be the first time I heard it, but I recognized the fact that it was Pink. And I got to tell you, it's a new low in my life. Oh Pink. my gosh! <laughs> well, I don't. Have, it's, I'm not saying I hate this stuff. I li- actually, when I've seen Pink perform on television or whatever, I I like what she does. I'm just saying I I don't listen to any hopefully no music radio station personnel from our. Uh, Hubbard Broadcasting Unit is listening. I don't listen to any new music stations. Right. None. Zero. Does right. it, well, you're not in the demo anyway. No. Well, not even close. Yeah, yeah and, so and it's what, fine. What I, I listen to, when I listen to music, it's usually Sirius XM, and it's a completely different genre of music. You know what, Don? You know what, Don? I think it's time for Johnny on the spot because Uh what he's talking about just happens to go along with something uh, that I've compiled for today, and I'm keeping track. Uh, barely, barely. Oh, okay, uh, he's hiding uh, things this, from us now. Okay. I, I wouldn't actually call this show prep. This is just me <laughs> going down rabbit holes on YouTube. Okay. And uh, for today's Johnny on the spot, and there's only one oh. contestant. It's Johnny. He has to uh, name the song as I read the lyrics. Are oh. you ready, Johnny? I, I guess. This is great. Plowman, dig my earth. None will level on the line. Nobody offered his word. Hey, hey, no reason to get excited. Uh, I have to keep going? All along the watchtower. Okay. Um, Dylan or Jimi Hendrix, take your pick. A broom is drearily, what, one point. A broom (laughs) is drearily sweeping up the broken pieces of yesterday's life. Yesterday's life. Tick tock, tick tock, tick tock, tick tock. Stop talking. The traffic lights, they turn blue tomorrow and shine yeah, the that's, emptiness uh, that's Hendrix. On, that's, uh, uh, on my bed. Oh, you God. don't know the name of this song it's because it's a, in your brain, you're dead. Sleeping. <laughs> okay, you don't get that. That's all, all along the watchtower. Oh, don't, I get, don't I get again? You, no, no, you get that Wait one Wait a wrong. minute. The first one was all along the watchtower. Uh, oh, I no. I said that. Wind cries Mary. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Third one. Nice quiz, Kenny. Oh. Third one. Get a dose of her in jack boots and kilt. She's killer diller when she's, when dressed, she's dressed to the to hilt. The hilt. Polythene Pam by the Beatles. Very good. I should get half a point for the Hendrix one. Something told me it was yeah. over when I saw you and her talking. Something deep down in my soul said, cry girl, when I saw you and that girl walking around. That's oh, just from Kenny's personal I, life. I know I know that too, but I can't think of what it is. Something was, told me it was over when I saw you and her talking. How can you not help. get that? That did not help. I'm sorry. Something deep down in my soul said cry girl. Uh-oh. When I saw you He's and that girl again. walking around. Okay, you don't get that one. Uh, don't you got two. I got two. Uh, that what is. What do you mean you got two? 
I would and rather go blind. Were you in the contest? I rather am go not going to. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, this one I'm going to skip because I don't think you'll uh, get it. So don't worry about this one. But I'm going to ask you anyway. Tempted <laughs> and tempted and tried, we're often made to wonder why it should be thus all the day long, while there are others living about yeah. us. Yeah, that's um, yeah, and it's a wonderful good. song. It's called "Farther Along" by the trio. Emmy Lou, Linda, and Dolly. I knew you wouldn't get that, so that one doesn't count. But this one, this one, you have to get. Okay. Uh, and we're almost done. So pressure's uh, st- on. Pressure's don't turn on. the don't turn the channel. We're 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 almost don't done. Don't turn that so, dial. It's a, it's a podcast. You can't. Because because all you women is low down gamblers, cheating like I don't know how. Baby got no flavor. Fever in the funk house now. Very nice. This low-down bitchin' got my poor feet a-itchin'. Don't you know the deuces is still wild? Yeah, I know the song. I'm trying to sing it in my head here. Tick-tock. That's what, no, don't you tick-tock. Tick-tock. Five, four, Yeah, I know the song, but I can't think of what. one. Kenny got that one. It's Tumbling Dice. Kenny, you have the list. Yeah, you don't, you don't you get, don't to, get to have points. He's really bad about scoring because on my talk we do games and he's the scorekeeper somehow, and then he will mark out like he'll give extra points to himself. So yeah, that's John, can you right. believe it? These dummies let me keep score. Can you believe it? <laughs> no, so I awesome. can't. Uh, you won't need too much persuading. I don't mean to sound degrading, but with a face like that, you got nothing to laugh about. No, no, me. Ah, uh, no, correct band. No. You got what? nothing to laugh about. Oh, no, no, yeah, yeah. red lips, hair, and fingernails. I hear you're a mean old Jezebel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, stop. Five, if you four, uh, three. It's Rod Stewart. It's faces. Two, it's uh, it's uh, one uh, zero. I got it. Stay with me. Stay with Stay me. Stay with you me. Lose. Thank you. I could. Uh, you're thanking okay. him. Don't thank him. Finally, and by the way, the score is four, Kenny, four, John, two. No, no, it's not. <laughs> don't want to know your name because you don't look the same the way you did before, okay? You think you got a pretty face, but the rest of you is out of place. You looked wow. all right before. That's uh, kind of nasty. Yeah, it's uh, I don't, I don't know four. that one. Fox on the run. All right. I won today. Stump well, Johnny actually, or I Johnny actually, on the spot. I actually knew five of them. I just couldn't think of the names of that three of them. Count. That doesn't count. Fox Song on the run is the only one I wouldn't have gotten. All right. I think that was highly successful. I'm really proud of the effort that I made. <laughs> oh, my today. gosh. How many, how, many, how many minutes did I kill there? Oh, quite a few. Yeah, at least uh, seven, I think. Yeah, that was. Uh, that was State, great. We've got yeah. a uh, we've got a brand new sponsor joining us today on news from the Krabby Coffee Shop, and I, I have to ask you a question. If you're listening, are you the kind of person that uh, you actually have stories about a Rocket 350? Do you know what a Rocket 350 is? Uh, can you? stare at a big block motor for hours do you know the entire racing history of the Datsun 510 if you answered yes to any of these um, absurd questions I have one more question have you heard about Minnesota's newest and maybe the coolest car club around here it's called mid Minnesota motorheads they celebrate all manner of cool vehicles doesn't matter what you're riding but if it's a hot rod ooh, you get two thumbs up and what I like about this club is they raise funds and raise money and support the Eagles healing nest that's in Sox Center Minnesota the Eagles healing nest helps veterans service members and their families who suffer from uh, those invisible wounds of the war brain damage you know the the you come home and you're never the same um so i want to check out yeah check out mid minnesota motorheads on facebook you can learn about upcoming events and how you can help them with eagles healing nest it's a car club that benefits veterans mid minnesota motorheads please check them out on facebook and we thank them for joining us on news from the Krabby coffee shop dawn very cool yes you want another story Please. Okay, um, this one is super creepy, which I love. Uh, it involves an old house and a doll that was found inside the wall. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right, so a new homeowner in the UK discovered an old rag doll behind a wall 
uh, that's pretty terrifying, but it gets worse. It also had a note with it. Oh, no. Where it introduced itself <laughs> as Emily. Oh, um, no. <laughs> I will read you the note. It says, Dear reader, new homeowner, thank you for freeing me. My name is Emily. My original owners lived in this house in 1961. I didn't like them, so they had to go. <laughs> all, all they did was sing and be merry. It was sickening. Stabbing was my choice what? of death for them. Oh my God. So I hope you have knives. Hope wow. you sleep well. That's what oh was my. in there with the doll. <laughs> oh. Hope you have knives. Hope you sleep well. It's a nice, oh. creepy story. And it's like, and it's inside the wall. Like, it, okay, if you go to my Twitter account, um, we can repost it on the Krabby Coffee Shop Twitter account, hopefully. It's, um, you can see the picture of the doll. And, and they really had to bust through the wall to get to this. I don't even know how they would wow. know it was back there. Were they doing some remodeling? Right. Usually that's how, yeah, you wouldn't go searching for something. Now, obviously, somebody did this just to scare someone. And here's a tip. If I were to do this, <laughs> I would take some old-timey paper or take some paper and make it look old-timey by, like, soaking it in tea first to make it look <laughs> old and crumbling it up, uh, maybe burning part of the edges, and then write with, like, um, ink, like real ink from an inkwell and a pen in old writing, not on notebook paper. Oh, right. You know yeah, what I'm I mean? looking at, yeah. yeah, I'm looking at it now. It's Hope very you much sleep. like, yeah. How about the sign-off, Hope You Sleep Well? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh. And it kind of looks like, a, a kind of looks like a raggedy Anne, only the hair, instead of being red, yeah. is gold or blonde. Yeah. But there it is in the wall. There it is. But look at... Oh, I don't know if I'm buying this, done because look I don't at, like it. I knew you were going to say that. Just go <laughs> with it. Just enjoy it's, it. It's the hole in the wall. I mean, come on. It's, it's just a random one hole in the wall. It's not where, like where they tore down an entire wall of sheetrock to re-insulate or something. Okay, uh, so let's say they're starting some reconstruction, and they bust through part of the wall. And then they go, ooh, there's a doll in there, and then they took the but, picture. Did, what did are you the chant? Yeah, go did ahead, you read John. the story, Kenny? No. Uh, they decided to explore the hollow void when a wire was spotted coming out of the wall. So that's why the one specific spot oh they saw God. the wire coming out of that spot. I love John. He knows more information <laughs> about this story than I well, do. I just say I, it, well, and then he I, does his googling and researches it. There's a problem with uh, Kenny sometimes on GL and with Chris Reavers where they see a headline and they don't read the story. So, oh, yeah. 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 Now am I in that category? Uh-oh. <laughs> no, no, no. The, the, the headline is more interesting than the story itself. Um, well, that explains why they punched a hole in the in the wall right okay. there. Okay. But uh, as a homeowner, as somebody who owns an old home, if there's a wire sticking out of your wall, yeah. just ignore it. Put like a picture or something over it. <laughs> oh don't, don't go, don't go tracing that down. You never know. Next thing you know, no, don't do that. Don't do that. You might want to take like an EMF meter and see if there's uh, any leaking okay. electricity coming out of it. Oh, EMF meter. I, I don't know what that is. I thought it was part of your ghost hunting. It uh, is, stuff. but it's also used by contractors, I believe. EMF. It's electromagnetic. Frequencies. Isn't, that, isn't really? that some kind of music that they play in clubs, EMF? Yeah, that's it. Kids. Yeah. That's, oh, God, that's the kids. John. At the discotheque. Yeah, I know I'm it's old. Whatever contractors, you know contractors. Come on, Kenny, you've got that one guy that Aim you talked to. ConstructionMN.com. Yeah, yeah let's ask him about it. You know? He, he see probably how he does finds, know. Yeah, see how he finds leaking um, electricity that shouldn't be rampant in your home. I don't like the term leaking electricity. <laughs> that, well, makes, that makes me very nervous. <laughs> well, it should because it can cause like delusions and it can cause you to feel like very unsettled. And sometimes when we go into a home and I, I am a ghost hunter. I don't know if everybody who listens to this podcast knows that I'm with Twin Cities Paranormal Society. So we yeah. check with these meters to see, you know, if you put it up to an outlet, it'll go off. 
But if you're just going along, we check the whole room to see if there's any leaking really? electricity. Yeah, because if there is, they just need an electrician to come out and help them. You know, really? it's probably not. They're probably not haunted. They're probably just so, having mental issues because of all of the. So EMF. a leaking electricity affects the brain. It can, and it can make you feel sick to your stomach. It can cause all kinds of problems. Hopefully, Chris at Aim High Construction won't say this is BS because if he does, my ghost hunting days are over. Well, I think what we need we need. Chris at Aim High Construction to go over to Such's house and do a little search because oh. this leaking electricity could explain a lot with our friend Joe Souchere. If you have an old wow. electrical box or something like that, you know. No, he's got a fairly oh. new house. Um, but this ghost hunting thing, part part of your ghost hunting, from what I understand, involves creepy, weird dolls. Oh, yeah. I mean, I collect them, so... And what purpose do they serve when you're looking for my great-great-uncle Jalmer, who died on Christmas Day on oh. his 21st birthday? What, what, what would Jalmer care about a, a, a doll? He wouldn't, but if you have a haunting where people have seen, like, the spirit of a kid running around, then you bring dolls, and then they will respond to those. There's also, hmm. there's actually uh, something called a boo bear, which is, it's it's a ghost hunting device that's a teddy bear, but inside it has like a, it has EMF detection, it has temperature con, uh, control or detection. Oh. If it changes temperatures, it will speak. It'll say, come and pet me or whatever. And then it says, ooh, that tickles if it makes contact with it. Really? Mm-hmm. Has this ever gone off? Oh, yeah. With, really? Yeah, yeah. What do you do? You throw that bear across the room. No, uh, I, I'm <laughs> thinking of Shaggy. No, yeah, I'm thinking of Shaggy and uh, Scooby Doo. <laughs> First, they'd jump up into the air, and their legs would spin for five seconds, and then zoom, they'd get out of there. No, we just get really excited about and, and start asking questions, and you know, bring our other equipment over and ask it to, you know, hey, touch my arm, or hey, well, come here and play with this ball, roll it across the floor. Or whatever. Can you can you tell these ghosts politely to just get the f out? Yeah, I mean that's what most people want you to do. Just stop it. Yeah, I mean we don't we're not. If you watch those ghost hunting shows where they're like aggressive with ghosts and they provoke them and yell and stuff, that's we yeah. don't do that. We're always very respectful. Well, you're the, the gentle approach. <laughs> yeah, that's what you you shouldn't like because that'll just make them mad. It's not like we have the real ability oh. to make them go away. We just have to ask them to go away. So ghosts are a lot like skunks. You want to approach a skunk very slowly and gently, and you don't want to make the skunk mad or upset him because otherwise you get the blast, right? That's right. You get the blast. <laughs> Please analogy. never say that again. <laughs> don't ever say you get the blast i don't want the blast <laughs> this seems like it uh, might be a, a good spot to talk actually about chris yes at aim, aim hike instruction mn.com uh they can tackle just about any job that needs doing from Roofing, siding, decking, remodels, restorations. Uh, they're going to help you out with design consultation, too, if you're thinking about a new kitchen, but you just have no direction at all. Trust me, they really helped uh, They really helped the roommate and I when we redid our kitchen because we, we just had an empty head, and Chris and his crew really helped out with that. They're a full-service construction company. They're obsessed with high-quality craftsmanship and honest service here in Minnesota and Wisconsin. Uh, their work, their products, all guaranteed. And like I said, I used them. Very, very happy with them. And here's the deal. Since hooking up with Garage Logic, his calendar very full. Uh, so he's booking out uh, jobs months down the road. But as a customer, I can tell you, the wait will be worth it. Trust me, you're really going to love these guys. Their attention to detail is wonderful. You can find them on the web at aimhighconstructionmn.com. And be sure to tell Chris that you're either a GLer or a my talker or you listen to the Krabby Show uh, when you call him or message him again. That's aimhighconstructionmn.com. Johnny? 
Uh, boy, everybody's wanted to do this. A uh, Walmart worker in Louisiana quit in a profanity-laced tirade over oh. the store's loudspeakers. Oh, oh yes. Yes. <laughs> Beth McGrath posted the video of her resignation on Facebook. She said over the store's PA system, attention. Walmart shoppers and associates, my name is Beth from Electronics. I've been working at Walmart for almost five years, and I can say that everyone here is overworked and underpaid. She continued, the attendance policy is BS, only she used the full expression, not just yeah. the letters. Yeah. We're treated from management and customers poorly every day. Whenever we have a problem with it, the managers tell us we're replaceable. She continued, I'm tired of the constant gaslighting. This company treats their elderly associates like bleep. To Jared, our store manager, you're a pervert. Greta and Kathy, shame on y'all for treating our associates the way you do. I hope you don't speak to your families the way you speak to us. She ended the one minute, 11 second video with bleep management and bleep this job. I quit. Oh, wonderful. It. I'm so surprised she got that much out before somebody tackled her. You know what Why I mean? Didn't, like A minute 11, wouldn't you turn, if you're a manager, at least turn things off? So I would run through the store it? and, you know, at least start singing, you know, so nobody could hear it. Or, But, you know, what's really interesting to me is that Kenny acts like he's heard this for the first time. And I was listening to GL yesterday. Didn't you talk about this yesterday? He, I did, but... I did, but Kenny was not here yesterday. Oh, he was, he was not on the show. Okay, he was not on the show. All right, so so, so you listen to GL. So apparently, Kenny no, doesn't listen to the show when he's not there. Well, no, of course not. No, and I have I have no problem. <laughs> and admitting I didn't know that. he wasn't on the show. Yeah, yeah he was that's pretty bad. He had the day. Um, this <laughs> did she get around? Uh, it was a her, right? It was a her. Yes, a girl. Yeah. Did she get a uh -huh. round of applause? Did the customers, anybody? Uh, it, it does not say that. However, on uh, Facebook, her uh, comment section is full up with people supporting her. Uh, she said she didn't really do it for that reason. She just posted it because she thought, I want people to know how I feel and how the employees are treated at this place. And so she posted it, and she's gotten thousands of replies, and uh, most of them very positive to the oh. way she went about it. So, Does she have any job offers? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if she'll... Uh... Isn't this the reason why in our business in radio, when it's time for you to go, they wait till your shift is over? And they <laughs> yes. don't let you... Like, they come to the desk with you. It's so yeah. mortifying. Like, they are. They think that you're going to... Um, steal something, I guess, right. or take some sensitive right. information. So right. they walk with you and they stand there while you get your stuff. I don't think that happens in other companies. They literally monitor you. And I don't know this from experience. I've seen other people, it happening to other people. And I'm like, yeah. oh, God, here it comes. <laughs> I mean, if you have any inkling that you're going to get fired, you better get your stuff out of there. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. There's there's been times when I um, early on in my career I knew a friend of mine was going to get fired, mm -hmm. and uh, we cleaned out his desk and everything beforehand. So uh, when it happened the next day, he had you know he oh, didn't have to grab nice anything, just his headphones. Um, well, we uh, Kenny used to have uh, it was legendary when we worked at KSTP. <laughs> I forgot about he, this. He had a bug out box <laughs> all ready to go just this. in case. Yes, just in case you know it was time. <laughs> to leave <laughs> one of those you know one of those boxes that the paper reams come in yeah. with the nice lid yeah because they're very sturdy i know what you're yes. talking about you can put I, all kinds of crap in there i kept one of those under my desk and sure enough one day i used it oh my god so you can just sweep your arm across your desk and yeah. just put everything in it and I always made sure that I didn't keep anything uh, in or on my desk that wouldn't fit into the bug out box. So you always have to keep a low inventory of personal oh, items. Oh, so absolutely. You can get out. And and he would also tell us, you know, if if the boss wants to see me after the show, please let me know because I want to get out of there before he has a chance <laughs> oh to come. Oh gosh, see that's me. the so worst. He, he lived have in I, a paranoid streak there where he didn't want the boss I, uh, to show up. I, I've told you about that, Don, where uh, Dan, our current boss, um, a couple of times asked to see me. Um, you know, I'd be walking into the studio and he goes, hey, when you're done in there, stop into my office. 
And uh, inst- I'd go into the studio, I'd do my thing, and then I'd take the alternate route back to my uh, desk. Uh, oh, I would shut no. down my computers, and I would just leave. I that wouldn't go you. I mean, you will not. Amy has talked about how you won't answer emails. Like, you just refuse to participate. Speaking, you don't answer the phone. I don't. I don't. And that was the second time Dan in his career had to let me go. The first time it didn't go uh, quite as nice as the second time because the, the second time it, it was inevitable and I knew it was going to happen and it was a budgetary thing. But the right. first time was in the 90s and we were both working at the fan and I was doing the morning show with a guy there and about it ended at 9 o'clock. At about 9.15 I'm in the production studio and uh, Dan comes to, the, uh, comes to the studio. He steps in and he goes, hey, can you come down to Mick's office with me? He was the, Mick was the big boss. And I said to Dan, no, no, I, I know what's going to happen. I'll just leave now. I've got nothing here. I'll just go. And Dan's going, no, no, you got to come down. Uh, you got to do an exit interview or other, otherwise you can't get your paycheck. And I think at the time oh. they might have been owned by Disney or some corporation where you actually have to sit down with the employee you're letting go and do an exit interview. So I go down to Mick's office and... Um, you mean Mickey? His name was Mick. Oh, you said uh, it was not... owned by Disney, so I wondered if it was the oh. mouse itself. <laughs> you know what? And I'm not going to give his last name because I still don't like the guy that uh, it's much. fine. I don't know um, anyone here. But so he has four pages of questions. And I literally stood there yelling and pointing at him for about 30 minutes. Every single question he asked me, I'm like, and furthermore, blah, 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 blah. And you said you'd do this and blah, blah. And um, I knew I was burning the bridge and shooting myself in the foot. And eventually that guy went on to run a different, much more powerful radio station in the Twin Cities uh, that I would never, ever, ever have a shot at working at because of that bridge I burned. Oh, God. I don't want to have any association with this conversation. I just want to say that right now. I don't know who this so, person is. I don't know the company he's mentioning, just in case. So uh, Dan is actually, he's really, really awesome. And there's very few people in the Twin Cities that understand what a true disaster I really am more than Dan. Yeah. Oh. Well. Amy's mentioned some things, but <laughs> just kidding. I'm kidding. Okay. How did we even get on that topic? I don't oh know, but I like uh, it. Firing uh, the the person at Walmart. Uh, well, have you ever have you ever raised a stink? When I'm assuming you've been fired a number of times, Don, haven't you? No. I really? Was, well, okay, not in radio. I was um, fired from one place, and that was Bass Pro Shops. Um, the headquarters is in Springfield, Missouri. Um, oh, yeah, that's and, right. Um, the owner lives like right down the road from my parents. Anyway, I worked in the catalog department where you take orders for like, you know, the Bass Pro yeah. catalog. People are hunting. Right. I know right. every type of camouflage there is. That's one of my many talents. I can look at camouflage and go, that's real tree, extra brown. That's for <laughs> duck hunting <laughs> on the East Coast. Right. Um, so, so I, um, it was during training and... You could not clock in um, before or after the exact time, which I think is really oh, stupid. I'm sorry. They needed yes. to change that. So you had three right. strikes and you were out. So the f- I, I clocked in early once. So that was one strike against me. The second time I was on a smoke break back when I used to smoke and I did come in a minute late. So that was the second time. And then my third strike, my car broke down. And then they fired wow. me. Wow. Wow. So only one of those I think is legitimate, like, but it's a one minute, like, oh God. Did you raise holy hell? No, I just was like, all right, let me <laughs> get my pen here because I didn't want to, I don't bring plants. I don't bring anything. I see all these people everywhere I work with all this stuff, pictures of their family and yeah. plants, yeah. living things they have to water. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. what are you doing? Don't be that comfortable, well, girl. Right, right. I would rather be uncomfortable and have a bug out box and work yeah. in the business than I do, <laughs> than work in the real world. Because yeah. just because of those rules you just mentioned, uh, Kenny can't work under those conditions. Sorry. The, yeah. the real world is all. I went it's after awful. our last thing when we were in radio. I, I went and worked in the real world for a little while, about a year. 
and I hated it. The company I worked for was great. The people were great, but they had the same thing. You, three minutes on either side, you had to punch in or out. Yeah. If you didn't, you got, you got written up or whatever happened. And then the other thing is, and this is horrible, but dealing with customers, oh, my God. Yeah. Those yeah, people were no. annoying as hell. I can't, I can't do I'll it. I'll never yeah, be able to no. deal with customers again. No. I won't. No, no, I it's can't do awful. it. One time, uh, just out of high school, I was working a job uh, overnights loading Coke trucks up, you know, for the next yeah, day deliveries. Sure. And uh, I wanted to. Yeah, Coca Cola, okay. Sprite, you <laughs> name it. Uh, it was a heavy labor job, uh, hard work, low pay. And I asked for a week off so I could go to Aruba. And they said, no, we can't give you a week off. And I said, okay, I quit. And I walked out. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow. You already bought the ticket. It's too, too well, late now. When I was, uh, when I, my first job in radio, I was hired um, by Hubbard um, AM 1500 uh, as a part-timer. And I was at the same time working at rent a rec a car rental agency, I quit that one on the phone. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow. Yeah. Oh yeah, nothing gosh. gives me a greater pleasure than quitting jobs. That's why I love that prod at Walmart. What a hero. Wow. She's a, tr- a true American hero. <laughs> I thought I was going to be fired once from a station, and I, because you start to get emails, and they start to bring you in, and the emails are always copied, like, the GM mm. is copied on them, or and you yes. know that it's being documented. Yes. Um, so I had two of those, um, and I found out that my partner, my radio partner, was um, sending emails to the boss about how he thought I was doing. Oh. Like, like here she's not paying attention again, and he would send a sound clip because I found oh. it in the production oh. studio, and so I was like, oh, I am out of here. So I planned um, my exit. Um, I won't get into the details, but I'm the one who ran the Twitter account for the station. And so I just went to the competition and changed it to the new logo of the station that was their competition and took all the Twitter followers. I mean, that was a little my revenge there. That's so evil. Oh, I respect that so much. Yeah, because nobody else was doing it. Nobody else was taking time to manage it. I'm like, we need to be on Twitter, you guys. Well... You're not on Twitter anymore because we just took everybody. So okay, that 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 makes me feel better about you knowing that you have that evil streak, and I say that by way of uh, talking and addressing you, Johnny. I'm willing to bet that you have never had an episode while quitting or being fired because you just uh, seem so no. laid back and even keeled. Never, uh, never, I've never had an issue. I've never been fired from, a, well, <laughs> just, you know, a couple of years ago, but that turned out all right. But yeah, that uh, was budgetary and, and yeah, we understood no. that. It, it wasn't other than anything. That, yeah. it's, it's always been my doing. I, I've quit or moved on to a different job. I did have one. Uh, I've been great. I've had great bosses. A lot of people yeah. say in radio, oh, God, the bosses suck. Yeah. I've been very lucky. Have good bosses once when I worked in Bismarck, though. I uh, was working the overnight shift. I did that for about six years and the PD was the morning guy. Great guy, Bob Beck's his oh. name. He's still with us. Yeah. Great guy. And, uh, well, I one night left my uh, resume in the copy machine. Oh. When Bob, Bob, <laughs> Bob, Bob came in in the morning. Bob came in the morning, and he, and he went to make copies of uh, things so that he could give them oh. to the newsman who was on with yeah. him. And Shiny. He goes, what's he, this? He walked into the studio, he goes, and he gave me this big grin, and he just went, here, I think you left this in the copy machine and turned around and walked out. I thought, oh, no. Oh, what, God. What have I done? But it was that he is was fantastic. Fine with it. Yeah, he, he didn't care one way or the other. Using company ink to go somewhere else. <laughs> so you also worked for um, a, a, who I consider a good friend, although I don't talk to him anymore. Um, well, that's that's why, you know what? That's why what? he knows I like him. I don't talk to him. Leighton Peck. You worked for ah, Leighton, right? Sure. And Leighton was the program director at um, KS95. Did you ever get a chance to meet Leighton, Don? Me? No. Yeah. Mm-mm, no. He's a cool, cool guy. Uh, I think... He was a lot, probably a lot easier to be a friend with than he was to work for. But John, was he on running it or was it Bob Davis running it when you spilled an entire can of Coca-Cola on no, the board? No, it was, it was a the cup boss. of coffee. Let's be honest. It was a cup of coffee on the board. Oh, and gosh. It, and it was Leighton Peck. Uh, Bob uh, left shortly after I started there. Uh, and uh, then I went to produce the morning show there and I put the cup of coffee to my right. 
<laughs> not thinking anything of it. And it was five in the morning. I spun around and poof. And the entire right side of the board started smoking. And I thought, smoking. <laughs> and the, the host at the time, Van Patrick, the guy I was oh, producing, yeah. Van, yeah. is teasing me nonstop, saying, yeah. oh, God, you're going to get fired. You're going <laughs> to totally. get fired, boy. Yeah. Where, where are you going to find another job? Where are you gonna... Luckily, the PD at that time, Todd Fisher, came in about an hour later and said, don't worry about it. You know, you're not, you're not getting fired. We're not going to fire oh, you. Oh, gosh. But the engineer at the time, do you remember Ron Cosda, Kenny? Uh, I don't Cos- remember Ron. No. Little, little, little guy. He talked just like this. Really nice guy. He talked just like this. And he was luckily a, a Green Bay Packer fan, as oh, am I. Okay. So he would always, he had to rebuild the whole board. We had to go to the production studio, which was tiny at the time, and do all of our shows but ron would walk up to me and go you're you're damn lucky that you're a green bay packer fan that's all i heard for a week while they fixed the studio up don can you imagine being so loved by the bosses that you could dump an entire cup of oh, coffee on no. the board i don't care who you are that must be i, I mean was, wow according Gosh. to cause it was eight grand to replace eight grand eight grand yeah so um ever since then um from time to time every couple of years we'll get a memo from uh, up above <laughs> saying liquids are not allowed mm-hmm. in the studio yeah. and, and then the memo all on the bottom always says uh except if you're john height then it's okay you can bring I, your liquids I, oh my gosh I, you can't do any wrong i can do even better than that about two weeks after this happened uh, our boss uh, big boss Ginny. Uh, sent out a memo, and they bought us all the coffee cups Aww. that have the screw on top so that you couldn't spill Wait a minute. Mugs, yes. This. This that, mug. Right there. That's it. Yes. That's it. I have two of them. Yes. Yes, yeah. the actual yeah. mug. Is, how old? How long ago was that? Oh, gosh. That would have been the late 90s, maybe. Oh, my two, gosh. John, two, you ha- that maybe? mug is from 2000. the late 90s? <laughs> we had hundreds of these around because I didn't come yeah. back to work to, for the station till like oh two. Yeah, they got a whole batch of them, so yeah. nobody could drink no, anything. We, without we had it. hundreds of these in the building at one point, <laughs> and I st- I still have two of them. It's All my favorite mug. Of me. That's oh, awesome, John. John. Well, here's to you. I love that she just bought everybody mugs. She's cool. Uh, yeah, very cool. Oh very man, cool. did you ever work? Well, I. I think I probably know the answer to this, but I started in radio when I was 19, so that was 1993, and you could smoke in the studio. Oh, yeah. It's like I would come in for my shift, my midnight to 6 a.m., and the dude that was on before me, the night guy, he is just smoking heaters in the studio there. And then I remember there was a change while I was there, and it was like, you can't smoke anymore. And I think they lost half their staff. (laughs) I'm like, oh, good. I get to be the night girl. I get to move up because Johnny smokes a lot. He can't stand not smoking every five seconds on on the air. The PD I told you about in Bismarck, Bob Beck. Uh, was a uh, he was he had been an alcoholic and he went through treatment and he was fine. But uh, his thing was he said he covered all the time by smoking nonstop in the studio. It was an ashtray, and by the time his three-hour shift was done, there'd be forty cigarette butts in there. So oh you can imagine. Oh my gosh! You oh. just described me up at the uh, Maplewood Studios uh, for AM fifteen hundred, <laughs> because I even after the policy went into effect, I kept smoking in there. Until one day, Ginny walked in and said, you know, the whole building smells like smoke. You know that, don't you? <laughs> like, obviously, you're smoking. <laughs> and, and coming from her, it's like, okay, all right, I'll, I'll stop. Oh, and, and finally, I did stop, uh, at least in the building. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, those were the days. I, th- I think what I've gotten out of all this is we've had very good bosses <laughs> during our 10 years. And, uh, yeah, and, and it just it shines a light on the why we never make it in the real world i mean we're not we're not that we're just we fail at reality <laughs> you fail at reality yeah yeah I, I can't do it i can't have a boss yelling at me i can't have i can't deal with customers i just i can't cope i'd be i'd be living on the rails you know if it weren't for this business oh kenny what would you do if you didn't do radio i do road construction that's okay. it road yeah. construction that's always been my dream job road construction when i get mad and i start ranting and raving at home you know we all do that and our significant others have to listen to us yeah i always say i'll go work at aldi i don't care <laughs> apparently that's my backup plan 
Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I don't want to work at Aldi. Do you know the pressure that they're under? Do you see how fast they scan things? It's impossible to bag your bags. John, who was the guy we worked with that said, he said, I'm going to go be a greeter at Walmart. Who was that? It was, was it John? I don't know. Um, the, the, the one, that, the guy that scared the hell out of me all the time, John, uh, and he worked at my talk for a while, too. Oh, hmm. I don't Bur- know. Burns, John okay, Burns. Yeah. Oh, Burnsy. Burnsy. Yeah. Good old Burnsy. Burnsy, Burnsy yeah. always said, I'll, I'll go be a greeter at Walmart. And I think he uh, actually did. He is. What he, I know what he did. He went and worked at Costco uh, moving carts. The guys that bring the carts in and out. Uh, John, John went and did that for a while. He's probably way happier, too. I bet he's I, not. I bet he's angrier than ever because people are terrible with carts. <laughs> When nobody's looking, this shows your real morality. When you choose to just leave your cart wherever, God is watching you. I'm just saying. Because I've had to return carts before at a job. And it's like, Uh what kind of person are you when no one's watching you? You know what I do? I stack it. I take the cart and I push them forward and make sure that they're all the way in so that the guy or gal can get them easily. Yeah. Okay, I do the same thing, but my question is, nobody's in the bathroom. You're not washing your hands every time, right? No, no. you've got, you're, you're, you're going to the bathroom during a commercial break. I watch you run out of there, and you've set a you're timer. You're talking you've, to me? Yeah, I'm, ta- I'm looking right at you, McLean. Oh, you son of a gun. <laughs> I'm looking right at you. You set your timer. You take off out of that control room. you got three minutes. There's no way that you're washing your hands every single time. I absolutely wash, wash them wow. every time, and I also have hand sanitizer also. I know how much time it takes me to go to the bathroom. And I also put toilet paper on the seat. I, I cover and hover. Cover and hover. You know? And that's why I have Do amazing I wanna... thighs. <laughs> Do I have to remind you that, that that women's restroom there by radio, that's the one that the rats come out of about that's once, right. one, once every three years they come out of there. Yeah, up out of the toilet. Poor Alexis. Oh. Have we done enough yet? I think so. I don't know. All right. Uh, Let's we end it with Cover and Hover. That... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, end it with that story. <laughs> Hit that music. Yeah. Let's get out of here. Uh, cover and Hover. I think I saw them at the entry one time, didn't I? <laughs> anyway, thank you very much for joining us uh, once again for uh, News from the Krabby Coffee Shop. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to News from the Krabby Coffee Shop. New episodes drop every week wherever you get your podcasts.